Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour on News Talk 560 KLVI. Dr. Levine is a doctor of internal medicine and is ready to take your calls at 896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. You can listen to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour here online at KLVI.com or on your phone with the free iHeartRadio app. Now, here's Dr. Levine. Well, you can I just never get tired of that song. Welcome to the Dr. Levine Medical Hour. This is your weekly host, Southeast Texas medical specialist, Dr. Levine, coming to you live from the studios of KLVI here in Beaumont, Texas. Welcome to the show. I'm here from 8 to 9 every Saturday morning, unless I'm out of town, which I will be in a couple of weeks. I'll be heading to New York for a little getaway. <clears throat> but um, I'll be here next week, I believe. But thank you for joining the, uh, me on the show, and thank you for all the support. Uh, I uh, bump into some of the listeners uh, there in the office as well as the hospital, general public, and we appreciate you joining the show. I'm glad you like the show, and I'm here for you to answer questions, uh, medical therapy, medical care, medical knowledge. Medical information is uh, very Confusing, which it shouldn't be, but it is. It's very confusing, even to healthcare professionals like myself. We constantly have to update our medical database to figure out what's the newest, latest, greatest thing that we are doing. And so it always generates a lot of information on the TV, in the magazines, word of mouth. You, you just hear a lot of things. Is it true? Is it not true? And so, hey, that's why I'm here. But, hey, just simple things concerning your medications, your medical illness, illnesses or illness, um, let me know. Because <clears throat> sometimes, as I mentioned, it's difficult to get that information into the doctor's visit. We are rushed a lot of times. And healthcare professionals, again, try their best to listen to you and address all of your issues there in the office, but sometimes time does not allow. Um, or, you know, we simply forget, to be honest with you, and uh, it's up to you to advocate for your own health, to ring the bell, to be the squeaky wheel, to get the attention, however you need to. Sometimes you have to do that. And I've endorsed that uh, from day one on this show. For example, if your healthcare professional orders a test for you and you, they say, I'm ordering a test, let's say a mammogram, 
two weeks go by, three weeks go by, you don't hear anything, hey, pick up the phone, talk, call your healthcare professional's office, go up to the office, figure out what's going on. It's a very complicated system, a lot of layers in terms of ordering tests, making referrals to subspecialists, prescribing medications. All of those processes have multiple levels and multiple areas where it can be hijacked. So sometimes you do have to make some calls and do your own legwork, but it is for your own benefit. We have one caller, Ruby from DeQuincy. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good Good morning. How can we help you this morning? Uh, well, Dr. <laughs> Levine, uh, I got a fungus under my uh, thumbnail on one side, <clears throat> and I went to the doctor, and I took a round of antibiotics, and I don't know, the, I don't remember the name of them, but uh, I have, and then along with them, I was supposed to take, <clears throat> excuse me, a 30 of this right here, T-E-R, B-I-N-A-F-I-N-E, H-C-L, 25-M-G, tablets. It says uh, substituted for Lamisil. Uh, and uh, so I've, I've only got three more of my tablets to take, and I should be uh, through with all of it. But I've still got a tiny bit of soreness there, and it's um, on that part of my thumb, it's uh, still pink. So what's your question? So I'm wondering if it's, uh, you know, how long does it take this to heal up? Am, am I trying to hurry it? or? Well, um, it can sometimes take a while, to be honest with you, because it's going to take time for the new nail to grow out from the base of your, uh, where the cuticle is. That's where the nail is made uh-huh. and the process of nail growth obviously depends on your overall general medical health your age those mm-hmm. n- your nutrition mm-hmm. so it might be a slow process or a fast process but in general yes it's going to take several weeks for the nail to grow out so that you do not see the infected part of the nail Remember, the infected part can always be removed if it's unsightly, but we typically don't do that because it's unnecessary. And that obviously can expose the skin underneath, and the nail is there for protection primarily. It's a hard surface. It's not a soft surface. It's a hard surface, so we don't normally endorse that. So, yes, I think you're being a little impatient. I I would recommend uh, hanging tight. I think if it's six months... If, if if we're six months from now and it looks the same, I think then maybe you had a treatment failure and you can either try another course mm-hmm. of the uh, antifungal therapy, maybe a higher dose, a different antifungal therapy. There are a lot of sort of uh, over-the-counter remedies for mm-hmm. fungus. I've heard of uh, warm water with Clorox, uh, a lot of different things you can do over the counter that Okay, you help. said Clorox. Are mm-hmm. you talking about uh, bleach? That's right, bleach. Well, how do I use that? Well, I haven't seen the recommendations recently, but basically some warm water, bleach in the water, mm-hmm. and I think 
I can't remember the ratios. Again, this is something you can look up. And and I'm unfamiliar with it currently just because the Lamisil that, that was given to you is highly effective for mm-hmm. this particular infection. So I normally don't have to go to this. Mm-hmm. But some patients, again, don't have insurance. They don't want to take medicines. They don't want to go to the doctor for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking for something to do themselves. So this mm-hmm. is something that can be tried. But basically, warm water Clorox, you soak the infected nail, whether it be your feet, which is the most common. It's my on my thumb. Right. <clears throat> feet, thumb, hand. You soak it in the water You know, every day, or, every day um, for a week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that is supposed to help kill the fungus. There are some other dips or soaks that you can do. I'm unfamiliar with the contents of what they put in it, but there are some other ones um, I've, I've read. There's also a topical uh, medication that kind of comes in a It looks like a, a bottle of fingernail polish is what it looks like, mm-hmm. and it has a little applicator just like a thing if you had fingernail polish, uh-huh. but it's medicated medicine used for uh, fungus of the nail. Mm-hmm. I haven't used it, again, because the Lamisil normally works very well. But that medicine, which I can't remember the name of it, but it is available. Well, uh, Dr. Levine, I bought something at first. Uh, it's a, They call it a pen, mm-hmm. and I started using it, but it's just not getting rid of it. But, I mean, it wasn't getting rid of it, so I went on to the doctor. Okay. And, and uh, that, you brush it on. Right, okay, right, the pen. Is that the pen, is that what you're talking about, your brush on? Yes. Yeah. In my experience, you normally have to go to a tablet, a medicine, because obviously that becomes systemic and it really gets to the bottom of the infection there. The, in my experience, the topical applications just don't work as well. Okay. It takes even longer for mm-hmm. the nail to get better, even if it ever does. So I just go straight to the tablet. Now there well, that, was, that's what I've taken. I've taken a... Uh, two a week of antibiotics along with this uh, thing. This I don't know how to pronounce it. Ter ter yeah. Uh, for Lamisil, well, I've taken nearly every bit of the, of all that, but it looks like my uh, nail is kind of coming loose on that side. But it uh, it's not pain unless I just touch it or kind of press on that well, one little spot. Well, anytime the nail is injured. Like with an infection, yes, it might get a little loose and obviously might fall off. But, again, I think you have to give it – well, not I think, I know. You have to give it more time. It just takes – yeah, longer. And sometimes you have to treat the nail for a fingernail. You can treat it for a month as well. So two to four weeks you can treat with the tablet medication. Well, I want to know about the Clorox because I will try that. (laughs) Yeah, again, I don't know the exact ratios, ratio. but it's like, you know, kind of like a, a bucket of warm water, uh, maybe a cap full of Clorox, you know, warm, soak for 10 minutes, do it okay. once a day for a week, something okay. along those lines. Okay. okay, if you have a computer handy, I would just Google it. It should be there on the Internet. It's a very It's commonly used. I just haven't used it in a long time just because I don't mess with that. I just go right for the big gun. Because the big gun is the tablet medicine, it just—it's very effective. So I never have to really do that. I think it's for someone who doesn't want to go to the doctor; they don't want to take medicines, etc. So they can kind of use these home remedies uh, to okay. help uh, with the fungus. Again, I don't know how effective those soaks or dips are, 
again, uh, again, because most people when they come to the doctor, they want something. They don't want to soak. They want a well, tablet. So that's normally what I prescribe. But I don't mind going back to. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The doctor, but I, I don't want to keep on taking these uh, Lamaseal things. I mean, I, I can afford them, but uh, I'd rather try that soak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you can try that. In my experience, like I say, if it's deeply embedded and it's not going away, you normally have to do the tablets. And I was going to mention that there there was concern for a while that Lamisil was somewhat toxic to your liver, and it can be. But mm-hmm. I've been prescribing it for over 15 years, and I've mm-hmm. never had a problem with Lamisil causing any type of significant liver disease. Mm-hmm or liver inflammation or liver injury. So in my op- opinion, in my experience, it's a very safe medicine to use. Mm-hmm. Now, for toenails, you have to use it for three months mm-hmm. continuously. So you're only doing two weeks. It's not very long. Well, the the Lamisil, when I take my next three, I will have taken that uh, 30 of them, at one a day. Okay, for a month. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's about right. But give it a few more months to let the okay. nail grow out before you yeah. get nervous that it's not working. Okay. Well, I'm going to try the bleach, the Clorox. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. do, yeah, do two or three things. Absolutely. Okay. Thank All you. All right. Thanks, Ruby. Have a good day. And Floyd, Port Natures, welcome to the show. Good morning, Dr. Levine. Hey, I just buddy. want to call and say uh, thank you for the advice. I called about a month ago. Okay. Uh, what the deal was is, I told you that I had a, I had a gut that I wanted to lose, and I'm the one that usually stopped and ate the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit in the morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyway, and I had a bottle of water, and I would put the Kool-Aid packets in it. Oh. And you said that, you know, going and getting a sausage, egg, and cheese is fine. Just take, take the bread off. Right. And uh, you said, eat the middle of it. And I said, okay. And then you said, you know, you would cut out the Kool-Aid packets, and uh, just stick to the bottle of water. And uh, I did that. And uh, anyway, I cut out all bread products and all of that. And I just wanted to say uh, thank you. Sure. That, uh, that uh, your advice worked quite well. I've lost 10 pounds already. Cool. Congratulations. But I wanted to say thank you, and I enjoy your show very much. Appreciate it, Floyd. All right. You have a blessed day. Thank you. Stay dry. And it's always uh, wonderful when patients respond to the advice that you give them. That's not always the case. I've mentioned that multiple times on the air that uh, physicians, you know, we have five, ten minutes to make a decision about something, and whether it be advice or medical therapy. And for the most part, we're right on, we're spot on, but sometimes we're not. And I uh, strongly encourage listeners, hey, go in and get reevaluated, go get a second opinion, uh, etc. Uh, again, because sometimes it takes a while to make an appropriate diagnosis. But in this particular situation, I'm very heavy 
because I am a primary care physician, about prevention before an event happens. Yes, modern technology, medical science has come a long way in terms of treatment and being able to provide medical therapy if, unfortunately, something happens. But again, because of my position, I'm a strong believer in trying to avoid or prevent anything from happening. And this is why I come on every Saturday to let you know, give you some pearls of wisdom based on my knowledge as an insider into the medical community, what I see on a regular basis, what I, for the most part, know will help you prevent from ever seeing me or someone else in the hospital or a doctor's office. Um, and losing weight and staying thin is certainly at the top of the list if you don't want to be unhealthy. And uh, congratulations to that listener who was able to stick to that regimen because it's hard to eat correctly out there, especially Southeast Texas, with all of the options that are available to you, which are typically not good options for you. These options are unhealthy and promote disease development. It's difficult. So congratulations to that person. And I always try to congratulate my patients who find a way, they find a solution. Sometimes it's not the one I mentioned to them, but they realized that they were unhealthy. They realized that it was up to them to find a solution to get better, and they sat down and figured it out. Yes, it may have taken them six months, but it's a great investment into your health and your life. Remember, if you're unhealthy, you're not really going to be able to enjoy life. It's going to be a very expensive proposition for you because you're going to be in and out of my office, somebody else's office, taking a bunch of medicines, going to the hospital, getting lab. I mean, it's going to be a very consuming process. And in my experience, what I'm telling you is it doesn't have to be that way. Getting older doesn't mean necessarily getting sicker. It doesn't have to be that way. It's all up to you. I'm going to take my break. I'll be back in two minutes. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour on News Talk 560 KLVI. To join the conversation, call 896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. All right, Dr. Levine, Dr. Levine Medical Hour, Beaumont, Texas, KLVI, live. Every Saturday morning, 8 to 9, weather not so good, with second segment. Thank you for joining me. Alice from Hitchcock, welcome to the show. Hello, how you doing? I, thanks for receiving my call. Yes, ma'am. My eyes, um, they have a, like a yellow um, color instead of the white part. Be, it's white, it's yellow. Like, And what can I do for that? You know, Also, my legs. When I go to sit on the commode or, or sit down anywhere, my legs crack and I have to strain. Like I'm seven to eight years old, but I think I don't know what it is that makes me do like that. And I usually walk ever since I was a child. I walked about every other day or every day, and uh, 
now I'll have to, I gotta take a cane or to balance myself, and I want to start back walking naturally. I use, I eat the right food and stuff. I don't, not all the time, but most, most of the time. And uh, could you tell me some ideas what to do? Okay, so you said your eyes are yellow. Uh huh. Right now they are. How long have they been yellow? Well, uh, a couple of days, and uh, I can see good at them, but I can't see the writing. It'll be blurry, like. Okay, well, hot. So you, but you see that your eyes are yellow. Uh huh. Okay, you live with anybody? No, I live by myself. You have family. I have family. I mean, did they visit you? You talk to them? I, they visited me, but it just started uh, a couple of days ago like this. How's your appetite? My appetite is pretty good. Have you lost any weight? Yes, I used to. Uh, my, my Last time I weighed, I was weighing 197 pounds. I ain't never been that, you know, uh, uh my, I have never been that low in weight. You've been eating the same type of food. I've been eating the same type of food. Do you have it like? Do you feel hot or feverish? No, but sometimes I feel like weak. I yeah. feel like I, I get enough sleep, but it looks like I'm not rested. How about uh, vomiting or nausea? I don't have that. How about itchy skin? Sometimes. Just sometimes? You take any medications? I take potassium. I haven't took any in a long time. And uh, water tablets. I haven't took in a long time. But I had stuck a piece of glass in my foot. I pulled most of it out. And I went to the emergency room and gave me an x-ray. And they told me a little piece was still in it. They were going to do a procedure. But they told me uh, they'd take some antibiotics, two tablets every six hours until I t- took them up, and that's what I did. And uh, I, my feet, it's, it's not soap, but it ain't real all the way well from the, uh, trying to deaden it. At least they didn't do the procedure because uh, I got scared. Okay, so is there somebody that you can call to take you to the emergency department? Yes, uh, okay. I'm not real, real sick, but it's just my eyes feel strange. Yeah, I know. Well, your eyes not supposed to be yellow, so that's that's not a good. If that's truly, if your eyes are truly yellow, that's not very good for you. And I would recommend you go to your local emergency department and get some blood work. Oh, okay, then. And, and you need to do that today. Oh, okay, then. I don't think you need to call an ambulance, but I think you need to call a family member and let them know you spoke to Dr. Levine this morning. Dr. Levine wants you to go to the emergency department and get some blood work. Okay, then. Okay? Okay, then. What I'm concerned about is that there is a chemical in your blood called bilirubin. And that bilirubin level has gotten elevated or high in your blood. And when your bilirubin level is high in your blood, it turns you yellow. Okay. Now, that's a liver. That's, that's, that's related to the liver. When the liver is not working, 
the bilirubin level gets high in your bloodstream. So you might have some liver problems. Okay. So that's that's kind of serious. But again, you don't need to call nine one one. But you need to go get some blood work today. Have a have a healthcare professional take a look at you. Listen to your. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Examine you and do some blood work. Oh, okay. All right? Okay, thank you. I want you to call me next week. Tell me what they found, all right? Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Alice. Be careful. All right, and you know, anytime you... uh, we we call that uh, when someone turns yellow. We call that jaundice, and uh, you may have heard that term before. And that normally indicates some sort of disruption of what we call bilirubin metabolism. The bilirubin normally level is high, and it's normally up to the doctor trying to figure out why. Now, and uh, Alice does sound elderly, uh, sixty five and above. So as uh, in my experience, when a high bilirubin level goes up like that in an elderly person, uh, I would be concerned that there's some sort of blockage in the liver and that blockage needs to be discovered, whether it's from what we call a gallstone, uh, whether or not she has a narrowing or stricture or some sort of blockage in her biliary system from um, inflammation, from um, scar tissue, could be from a mass. So that's kind of a significant physical finding. If you have someone that you know that has yellow skin or their eyes, like she said, the white part is yellow, then that's a serious physical finding, and they need to be evaluated as soon as possible that that day, you know, bring them in for an evaluation. Again, that's not a medical emergency in the sense you need to call 911, but you need to have an, a medical evaluation that day as soon as possible to see what's going on. And uh, obviously, blood work, do some uh, x-rays, uh, particularly what we call an ultrasound of the liver. Again, looking for anatomical blockages, 
that could cause the bilirubin level to be up. A CAT scan might be initiated as well. Uh, after some contrast, uh, they would do a bunch of blood work. You know, hepatitis can cause high bilirubin level. Uh, we we talk about the viral hepatitis a lot, A, B, C, D. Um, also, medications can cause the bilirubin level to be high. In particular, cholesterol medications are known for that, but medicines like amiodarone, which is a commonly used antiarrhythmic, uh, in our population, so always have to review medications, Tylenol, especially if you're unfortunately consuming alcohol on top of Tylenol or you're in pain and you're over-consuming Tylenol, then that can cause the bilirubin level to grow up. Drugs, you know, illegal drugs can do that. Um, so there's a whole host of things that can kind of traumatize, make the liver sick, and when the liver gets sick, then the bilirubin level starts to go up. If you've ever been had a serious infection, let's say a bladder infection or a lung infection, and you were admitted to the hospital, a lot of times the infection becomes systemic, meaning it causes other injury or harm to other vital organs. We call that condition sepsis. You may have heard of that term. Anyway, the liver for a brief moment will not work as well to be damaged and injured, and the bilirubin metabolism will be uh, blocked or it will be disturbed, and so the bilirubin will start to go up. And uh, a bilirubin is a chemical made uh, in the, the liver. Uh, it's a part of our digestive process, and so it's constantly made all the time. And so that's uh, why um, it's an indicator of liver failure or liver dysfunction. And uh, it's up to us to try and figure out why, but a serious condition nonetheless. So hopefully Alice gets her her family member to take her over to the hospital today and figure out what's uh, causing that. But uh, apart from that, I wanted to follow up on one of our callers uh, today and wanted to make a few comments, our caller who had lost some weight. Again, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of breakfast sandwiches, just so you know. Uh, this caller um, consumes one every day, and I said, hey, well, look, uh, if you don't have any other options, just don't eat the bread. Um, same thing with, uh, let's say, a pizza. You know, I'm not a, uh, I don't recommend eating pizza all the time, but okay, if, if you have to eat a pizza and you're trying to be somewhat healthy, if, if there is such a thing, a healthy pizza, which there isn't. Um, you know, try not to eat the bread. Just scrape the topping off of that. Uh, again, uh, in my experience, our country is consuming a lot of bread and a lot of different products. And flour equals bread and bread equals flour. Flour equals sugar. And flour and sugar, very high-calorie types of ingredients. And again, in my ex- experience, in my opinion, is one of the bigger reasons why we're overweight because we consume a lot of bread. So uh, in terms of breakfast, again, not a big believer or supporter of the breakfast sandwiches. Again, for breakfast, we normally do uh, spinach or some scrambled eggs, some vegetables, uh, nuts, fresh fruit, oatmeal, whole grain cereal are some of the things that uh, we endorse. Uh, Not a big fan of the juice or the uh, juicing um, the the blended um, uh, smoothies that we're all into, again, 
Uh, a lot of times when you pulverize a lot of the food, it uh, affects the fiber and the pulp content that uh, allows the digestion to be absorbed very rapidly in your bloodstream, and that can spike your sugar. And that's not the way the food was intended to be consumed, and so your body's trying to figure out what to do. So you want to try and consume food and beverages, or food in particular, as whole as possible as in its natural state as possible because your body is very familiar with that. And when you try to get digest or ingest something that your body's not familiar with, and you do it repeatedly, then there's normally going to be some abnormality as a result of that. So I'm not a big fan uh, of that uh, nonetheless. Uh, and same thing with these uh, sugary beverages, powdered beverages. Uh, Normally, it's going to contain either artificial sweeteners or sugar or artificial sugar. And based on the latest research, based just to my own eyeball experience, looking at people, listening to people, talk to people, because I get a kind of a little very brief dietary diary on all my patients. Hey, what did you eat yesterday? What did you drink yesterday? Um, even with patients in the hospital, because I'm trying to get a feel, a sense of, you know, what are people doing out there? If a person is eating this, what do they look like? If they're eating that, what do they look like? Just to try to get some associations. And in my experience, artificial sweeteners are not good for you. They do promote weight gain, and they can promote illness and disease. The best beverage, you already know what it is, it's water. It's never going to change. I know water's boring, it has no flavor, it has no fizz, but guess what? There are water beverages out there with flavoring and with water. Go try it. You can flavor water at your house. That's always going to be the best beverage. Other beverages, coffee, tea. There's a lot of flavored coffees without sweeteners and sugar. There's a lot of flavored teas out there without sweeteners or sugars, so... You just have to go and explore and find these things because they're out there. The Internet, your grocery store, again, it might take six months to figure it out, but, hey, it's for your own health. I mean, what's more important? Wheels. Okay, I'm going to go on my second break. I'll be back in two minutes. Uh, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour on News Talk 560 KLVI. To join the conversation, call 896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. All right, this is Dr. Levine, Dr. Levine Medical Hour, taking your phone calls. Phone number here, 896-KLVI, 1-800-330-KLVI. Getting to the end of the show, give us a call. We don't need to rush our answers, so we have some time. Don't wait. I appreciate all the callers today. Again, follow up on previous uh, question or uh, caller. Okay, we have a caller in line one. Hey, Kim, welcome to the show. Yes, good morning, Dr. Levine. Hey, bud. Um, I'm calling, and, and I don't know how much you can expound on this. Uh, I've been in the VA system for uh, a lot of years, and I'm on a pain medication, hydrocodone, and I realized the, uh, the problems across the country with this pain medication, but 
my question is, if the medicine is working for a guy like myself and it's making the quality of my life better and the VA is wanting to cut everyone off hydrocodone, what's a guy like me supposed to do? Uh, my pain level, I have diabetic neuropathy and uh, my pain level is at a constant seven all the time with my feet. And one more one more statement, and I'll, I'll hang up and let you answer. Uh, I just started Lyrica. I've been on Gamma Pendant for about nine years, and it don't seem to have been working. I just started Lyrica this week. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Okay, uh, Kim, I appreciate your uh, phone call. And um, chronic pain, obviously, is a big problem in our country. And, um, you know, I could devote one show, uh, three or four shows, to chronic pain. And, uh, you know, several years ago I did have one of our pain specialists um, that works here in Beaumont, Dr. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now, uh, Dr. Charleston. Um, uh if you are a part of the VA system and the VA is working to limit that, that's going to be a monumental effort um, to get patients off of narcotics. I think to completely get all the uh, veterans off of narcotics, I, I, I doubt that that's really what they're trying to do. I think they're probably just trying to limit and control the distribution of narcotics to veterans uh, because obviously veterans coming back from uh, wars or any any type of uh, interaction overseas events that occur th- that obviously can contribute to uh, pain um, these uh, explosions these um, blast injuries or just any type of orthopedic injury soft tissue injury that occurs in combat or training. Uh, that can obviously contribute to chronic pain. So uh, narcotics is here to here to stay. It's a, a mainstay of treatment for chronic pain. It's just that we recognize as society, even as a medical community, that this is uh, not the best product, but it is the one of the main available products right now. Um, they don't really have a lot of alternatives other than. Um, antidepressants as well as um, nerve pain medications which you mentioned Lyrica and Gabapentin so narcotics for the treatment of pain unfortunately is not going to go anywhere in this country because that's all we have Um, and it is beneficial it's just that there's a downside to that and at one time we really didn't care about the downside. We were more focused on just treating pain because in this country we ignored pain and the importance of treating pain for so long that when we finally got on ball with it, um, we just kind of overreacted and we were all just concerned about we want to treat the pain and get the patient under under better control. But we didn't really prioritize the side effect issue until we realized we had a major problem on our hands because, hey, we were prioritizing pain. The pharmaceutical company rushed and gave healthcare professionals several options of pain control. These are very strong, potent uh, medications. And we, we were just naive, to be honest with you, uh, about 
what the eventual outcome of using pain medicines long term would be. Now we know as a society, as a medical community, and now we're trying to step back. Um, and that's going to take some time, unfortunately, because you have to change the culture of the country. You have to change the culture of the physicians, the healthcare professionals who are prescribing this medicine. And I think we're getting there because patients, even in my office, come in. They understand the, the situation when we let them know, look, we can't do this, we can't do that. Yes, you have to come in more frequently. Uh, you, you need to take a urine test. I mean, all these obstacles that are being placed on the, the prescribing physician, on the patient themselves, again, to try and limit the use of these sorts of strong medicines because you can die from this stuff. And I've seen it happen. Um, so I'm very conservative when it comes to treating pain. So I think the VA is just trying to limit. I don't think they can get all veterans off of narcotics. I think that would be not practical at this point because it's just a lot of pain in veterans for a lot of good reasons. So I think you're going to be all right, um, sir. If that is an issue at the VA, you can always get a private doctor. Obviously, a lot of veterans have a private doctor as well as a VA doctor. I certainly endorse that because the VA system is a very good system. I know it's taken a beating over the past year or two, but I can tell you from a physician on the inside, I think it's a very good system. They have a lot of responsibility and in any big organization like the VA system, obviously things are not going to work uh, well all the time. And it's up to the VA system and the people responsible for it to come together and figure out how to fix it. And they will fix it. I trained at Audie Murphy VA system in San Antonio, which is right across the street from University Hospital in San Antonio. And I thought it was a very good facility. The doctors there cared about the patients. It was a lot of good medical science going on at that location. So I think it will be correct. And if you are a veteran, I would encourage you, if you're service-connected, to go in um, to the VA, get get involved with the VA system because they do have a lot of support for the veterans. Yeah, you might have to go to a few more interviews, do some paperwork, but it's a very good system in my opinion. And it complements a private physician quite well um, because sometimes things are a little bit more expensive in the private world versus the VA system is more affordable. And this stuff is expensive. And if you have limited funds, I mean, if you that can impact your health. So you want as many options as possible uh, when it comes to that. But uh, the second question he asked was about Neurontin and Lyrica. Lyrica... And Neurontin are uh, medicines that have been available for many years for nerve pain. Again, some it's up kind of to the healthcare professionals, well as a pain doctor, to figure out the source of the pain. Is it more nerve? Is it more musculoskeletal? Uh, it, what's the source? And that kind of dictates the medicines that are used for this particular patient. You might have both. You might have three types of pain being generated. So you might need to be on multiple medicines. Sounds like this is the case for you, sir. You might have some musculoskeletal pain from previous injury or just arthritis. And you you also have some neuropathy, maybe for some diabetes. I, I, I don't remember if you said you had diabetes. But even idiopathic neuropathy or neuropathy of unknown cause is very common in our country as well. So that can cause pain too. So a lot of times we would use a combination of, let's say, Illyrica or Norco. But Neurontin and Illyrica are kind of used for the same purpose. They're both very good. I use both of them. 
whether or not I do Neurontin Lyrica, I normally go with Neurontin first or Gabapentin, which is the generic term because it is generic. It's cheap. It's, it works. Uh, Lyrica can sometimes be pricey depending on your insurance company. So I tend to reach for Gabapentin first. And I would have to say, in my experience, I'd say 80, 90% of patients get relief from Gabapentin. If that's not true, then yes, we can switch to Lyrica. And again, Lyrica is very effective as well. High percentage of patients respond very well to Lyrica. You might need an additional medicine on top of the Neurontin and Lyrica. And sometimes we would use what we call amitriptyline or nortriptyline. Those are what we call TCA medicines, uh, tricyclic antidepressants. Sometimes we have to add on antidepressants on top of that because most people who have chronic pain have depression. And when you have depression, that heightens the sensitivity of the pain. So a lot of times we will have to add an antidepressant to it. So it's kind of a multi-layered stacked approach a lot of times with chronic pain. Not just high, 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 high dose narcotics, which again, that's a dead end because at some point – the amount of narcotic that you're using is going to burn out. You're going to need more. And as we go up on the dose and the frequency of the narcotic, that's when those side effects kick in. But you're stuck because if we try to reduce that dose, the pain just rares back. And it is a grueling experience. People just get so desperate that they will go ahead and over-medicate themselves. That's when we get into these toxicity overdose issues. They just want the pain to go away. They can't escape it. And there's nothing else left. And so they will just over-medicate themselves uh, because they, they just want to be free of this pain. So that's why we try to use medicines that are not as toxic, that have l- less side effect potential, and that's what Neurontin and Lyrica are. Uh, Elevil and nortriptyline, again, can be a little tricky. We don't uh, like to use high dose because in elderly patients that can cause problems. But they have some other antidepressants such as Cymbalta, Savella, as well as some of the older ones, Zoloft, Paxil, that can be used along with the Lyrica, along with the narcotic, along with physical therapy, along with lifestyle modification. You see, it's a very complicated approach in some patients. Not all, but some. And you have to be actively involved with that process. It's not just, I'm just going to wake up, take my medicine, that's it. No. you got to live a healthy lifestyle. Can't smoke, can't drink, get your sleep, exercise, get your weight down. All those things impact the perception of pain. And while, uh, Wilma, hold on. I need to go on my break. I'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour on News Talk 560 KLVI. To join the conversation, call 896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. All right, and I'm back. Uh, I'll go straight to the phones. Wilma, welcome to the show. we got like a minute. What's up? Uh, yes, amen. I just want to know, oh, I go in oh, Monday for the colonoscopy. And also, are there any side effects from it? Oh, Dr. Levine, how are you? Okay. Um, Sometimes they can, they have to perform what they call a a biopsy or uh, a removal of a polyp. And sometimes a day or so later, you can bleed from that, Um, especially if you're on blood thinners. Sometimes they can puncture the colon and cause a hole in the colon. I don't see that that often. Uh, obviously, you can have infection from that, but the colonoscopy is pretty much low risk procedure. 
All right, then. Well, I got an appointment Tuesday with you, so, oh, 9.45. And I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Doc. Stay dry. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes, ma'am. We always appreciate Wilma's, Wilma's support. <laughs> all right, I'm at the end of the show uh, today on the Dr. Levine Medical. I want to thank all my phone callers. Uh, had a great discussion about several things. And, and again, um, one thing I wanted to say about breakfast biscuits and bread, it doesn't matter if it's wheat or white, still can spike your sugar. I'm not a big fan of bread. Drink your water, exercise, be safe. I'll see you next week. Thank you. You have been listening to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour on News Talk 560 KLVI. If you would like to contact Dr. Levine's office, call 347-3621. That's 347-3621. And thanks for listening to Dr. Levine's Medical Hour on News Talk 560 KLVI and on KLVI.com. We'll see you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.